This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. But it's dank. It's a dank 44. Dank. The word dank is, is, is dank. You don't like that word? No, he's dank. <laughs> word dank. What Moist. does dank mean? It's, it's uh, like a cellar and a... No, it's uh, wet and dreary and dark and gray. Gray and gotcha. dank. Dank. Got it. Just a minute. Oh, I just had it on there. Dank. Here's today's ray of hope. Uh, Jesse writes, Hi, Joe. My two hockey-playing sons, 15 and 12, were playing knee hockey in our basement last night. When I went down there, guess what song they were listening to over and over again? Some crap pop music, you ask? Nope. Gordon Lightfoot, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. There's still hope, brah. Good luck. Hmm. All right. Okay. You know, that was November 10th. That was Friday. The, the gales re- of November came calling. And we, uh, boy, we gave a short shrift. <coughs> Although well, after all these years, what what's more to say? Well, we were on... Uh, we were on remote honoring That's right. our we veterans. Were, we weren't uh, we weren't around, were we? So we had an excuse. What is the slowdown on eastbound ninety four? I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to have to find out. Yeah, I, I will. Look we're in the this. fact business, so uh, don't blurt that out unless you can advise people that they need to make a move. I will. Westbound is flowing freely, but eastbound, I'll find out what the holdup is. She's people. backed up, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of like you know, you can get backed up every once in a while. <laughs> Earthquakes. What? Earthquake swarm hits Monterey County, biggest felt in San Francisco. I only mention this because our correspondent, our official garage logic geologist, Stacy, is there. So uh, in the event of uh, news, we'll have an official on-site correspondent. She's very reliable. Mm-hmm. A 4.7 and a series of smaller aftershocks shook Monterey County yesterday. Uh, the quake hit at 11.30 a.m., 13 miles northeast of Gonzales near Salinas, and was followed by nine smaller aftershocks. Uh, there were no reports of injury or damage, and there is no indication that this is a harbinger of a bigger earthquake. This is typical behavior. Uh, there have been 51 small earthquakes in the same general area in the past decade, including a magnitude 4.6 shaker in 2011. Monday's quake was felt in Monterey, Morgan Hills, San Jose, and as far north as San Francisco. We felt it here, said Steve Anderson, a meteorologist at the National Weather Service office in Monterey. It lasted about five seconds. There was a little bump and then a rolling motion. One of my colleagues said it made him feel seasick. But as I say, we have our official uh, garage logic uh, geologist is on the scene. So the in, in the event of uh, any news, we would be we would be really first to know. 
All right, I have your traffic answer. According to the Minnesota Department of Transportation website, eastbound 94, there's road work on the main line, and this is eastbound 94 at I-35E, where it uh, uh, intersects, and the two lanes are blocked. Two lanes are blocked, so there is a slowdown, but there's no major crash. It's just road work. Maybe they're striping the streets. You recall yesterday Johnny Hyde had the news of the uh, British Scrabble champion, Alan Simmons, who has been kicked out of the Scrabble competitions because he was accused of cheating. Yeah. Well, I, I got curious about that, and I looked up a little more about it. He didn't uh, He didn't hold his tile bag shoulder high when he reached in. You have to hold the tile bag shoulder high, So, which which suggests he was you know, trying to get a little peek. Okay. So he, you you, you, you can't, have to hold your tile bag shoulder high. There's some etiquette. You can't put it on the table and put your hands in there because you might see mm-hmm. shoulder high is you cannot see inside. Simmons covertly replaced tiles he didn't want during games, according to a trio of independent witnesses. Simmons denied the charge and told the Times of London that he has as much untimely bag, bad luck from the bag as anyone else. It was It's the bag that's the problem. It's the bag that did him in. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that at the top level, games can be quite intense, and there's a lot going through one's mind, let alone remembering to rigidly ensure uh, tile-drawing rules are followed meticulously, yeah. he added. Otherwise known as it's harder to cheat. Well, you got to hold the bag shoulder high. Right. See, like in hockey, you can't lift the, lift the stick above the shoulder. Yep. In Scrabble, you have to hold the tile bag shoulder high. Okay, then do what the rules say, Mr. Mm-hmm. Simmons. Simmons has authored books, Official Scrabble Words, and Scrabble Trainer, and columns and puzzles for the Times of London related to the game. Uh, in addition to his three-year ban, Simmons will lose his Times job. So that's really Ooh. been, that's, that's taken quite quite seriously. Was that the pinnacle? Working for the Times? I, at one point in your career, was that? This is the London Times. Oh. This is not the. What about the New York Times? Was that a goal at yes, some point? Yes, for, when uh, you're in for, a, week journalism or, for a week or two. You know, okay. What were you? What did you want to do when you went to uh, the College of Saint Thomas in the journalism? Be a mailman. What? I wanted to be a mailman. No, you didn't. I don't. I didn't have anything in mind. Oh, you didn't have. You didn't uh, like Boston Herald or. Uh... No, but I I broke in at the time of Watergate, so it was really exciting time to just land in a, on a newspaper. Investigate. Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. When did you lose the the itch for the Times? Uh, was it a desire to stay I'm not, local? You know what? I'm not sure I ever had it. Urgently, mm-hmm. I, I I knew a lot of guys who worked there and got to know them, and uh, uh, I don't think I'm a New York kind of guy. Right, the desire to stay home. Well, I guess. <laughs> sure. I, I guess you living in New York though would oh, be my God. reality show city. <laughs> yeah. Reality yeah. show city. Well, like you going to that deli that I the cat's deli that I went to a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And getting that huge sandwich, I see you. I see you first com- looking at the price going, wow, that's... What did that cost you? $21. For a sandwich? For a sandwich. But it's it's piled. No, I saw the picture. Yeah. yeah. But then I don't I- want to get bogged down no. in New York deli talk. I know, but then I see you being handed the um, the sandwich going, you know, I'm not really that hungry. I, I, I got to eat dinner. I got to take half this home. This is, this is lot. This I can't eat this much. You Can would, I get half? You would be Larry David. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. I see you, you, Larry David, and the cat's delicatessen. It's piled too high. You know? Yes. What am I to do? Yeah. Uh, where were we? Uh, you were gonna. You started with um, earthquakes, uh, mothers rumbling, make, and now make a move. We need yeah, to make we a move. Figured to make a move out. 
Uh, Wild are at home tonight. On brand. Hosting the Philly Delphies. Have we righted this ship? Is it is Zucker the only one that's going to score? Or? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Timberwolves won last night. Yes. They beat the Jazz. They're uh, for real, huh? Well, I don't know. They're, they they were coming off two two losses, right? And the, the Phoenix loss was pretty bad because mm-hmm. mm. that's a team that's trying to lose basketball games. And now they're at home. Oh, you're going for the draft pick? Yeah. They're at home for a game. San Antonio uh, tomorrow night. Then they go right back on the road to Dallas Friday before mm-hmm. returning home Sunday to host Detroit and then turn around again Monday, and they will be at Charlotte. It's a, it's a demanding schedule. Well, they play 82 games? Yeah. Just like the hockey? And the Vikings host the Los Angeles Rams. That'll be a barn burner on Sunday. Battle of the Titans. Yeah, it's uh, it'll Are be. Are they a both fun seven game. and two? They're both seven and two. Both lead their division. This uh, this will. It'll be interesting to see what en- ends up happening. A lot of people are speculating that you know Teddy's going to start. I just don't understand. I, that. I I I'm kind of with you. I get that Zimmer's in a position where he's got a. He he. I think Zimmer's in the spot where he thinks he's gotten all he possibly can out of Case Keenum. Well, which is seven victories. What more do you want? Right, right but at some point. His track record, that being Keenum's, he's kind of a 500 quarterback. So at some point, you would think he's going to regress a bit. I would still start him on Sunday, to be honest. And he threw two interceptions at a time when it didn't really matter. Right. So he got it out of his well, system. Well, the one, the one was pretty bad. The one interception. It's was the end of the bad. world. Is- nope. I'll say it is. Well, what, what I would do if he's going to regress, I wouldn't make a move until he regresses. And if it's you know halftime or whatever, I still think he's going to end up starting Teddy on Sunday. Really? He would have. He would have announced it. I mean, for him to come out and say, "Yeah, I haven't, I haven't addressed the team yet." Well, then that signifies to me that you're making a change. I would stick with Case. Uh, well. Our I'm, opinion doesn't count. I'm keen on case. All right. You know, pretty much I, everything I came across today led me to uh, ask myself a question. What's the question? Where are we headed? Hmm. This is beyond I just wasn't made for these times. You're getting too many of these. You're finding too many of these, which makes me... Uh, Are you nervous? Unnerves me. It unnerves me. We're supposed to be alert now. This was a story on a number of websites. The tabloids are eating it up. We're supposed to be alert now for robots that will carry out mass murder without any human instruction to do so. <clears throat> as artificial intelligence uh, continues to pick up steam. Gruesome footage put together by AI experts shows small drones descending on a classroom and killing pupils by blowing up their heads. Oh. The film to be shown uh, to the United Nations today stresses the danger of autonomous weapons that pick and destroy targets without instruction. It comes amid the advancement in AI weapons deployed by nations at war. Artificial intelligence scientist Stuart Russell will present the film today at the UN Nations Convention on conventional weapons hosted by Campaign to Stop Killer Robots. Russell told The Guardian, the technology illustrated in the film is simply an integration of existing capabilities. It is not science fiction. Hmm. In fact, it is easier to achieve than self-driving cars, which require far higher standards of performance. So we got killer robots and uh, self-driving cars and... 
How do they film this? And it is being suggested that killer tech that makes its own decisions before killing by its own accord will be possible to design in the near future. Russell said pursuing the development of lethal autonomous weapons would drastically reduce international, national, local, and personal security. Geez, I'd say so. Yeah. It is also feared that enemies of the West, including nuke-mad North Korea or terror unit ISIS, could develop the technology leading to fatal consequences. I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're headed. Campaigners are calling on the U.N. to ban the development worldwide. Uh, Physicist Stephen Hawking has previously claimed that humanity could be destroyed by artificial intelligence in the near future. He said, unless we learn how to prepare for and avoid the potential risks, uh, artificial intelligence could be the worst event in the history of civilization. That's something to say because... We're told that the worst event in the history of civilization is climate change. Right. And here you have a group of people saying the worst event in the history of civilization is artificial intelligence developed to the point where the uh, the creations will act on their own. That's, ha- I find that's that haunting. A, I find that a dim prospect. Yeah, that's haunting. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. Did you get a haircut? <laughs> uh-uh. Huh? No. Do you notice my hair? Well, looks, I did a little something different to it. What an odd wise. transition. <laughs> was an odd transition, wasn't it? I went home. Hey, we're doomed. Hey, did you get your hair cut? I went home the other day, and she Well, had... it's like Pat. He says, you know, I might have cancer. I say, what's coming up on the show? That's what you right. Got? What's got coming up on the ride? What coming up? Moving along. Yeah. I, you got to uh, keep it moving. I went home the other day, and she had cut three inches off of her hair. Okay. And I didn't notice. I don't know if there's a link here. Uh, Bill Gates... <laughs> <laughs> well, I caught a little heat for no, that. No, I, I have. I, I there's a method to my madness. Okay, I'm, I'm back to the. I'm back to the artificial I intelligence. There we go. Boom, yeah. right as, back. as it might pertain to this story, I'm not suggesting it even does. Okay, I reserve the right to bring that up later on in the show. All right, uh, Bill Gates uh, has spent eighty million dollars to kickstart the development of a brand new community in the uh, far west valley, uh, west of Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. The large plot of land is about 45 minutes west of downtown Phoenix off I-10 near Tonopa. The proposed community, made up of close to 25,000 acres of land, is called Belmont. According to Belmont Partners, a real estate investment group based in Arizona, the goal is to turn the land into its own smart city. Hmm. I don't know where we're headed. Smart city. Belmont will create a forward-thinking community with a communication and infrastructure spine that embraces cutting-edge technology designed around high-speed digital networks, data centers, new manufacturing technologies and distribution models, autonomous vehicles, and autonomous logistics hubs, Belmont Partners said in a news release. Ronald Schott, executive emeritus at the Arizona Technology Council, said the land Gates Company purchased is a good spot in part due to the proposed I-11 freeway, which would run run right through Belmont and connect to Las Vegas. Bill Gates is known for innovation and those kinds of things, and I think he picked the right place. He's coming to Arizona, Shot said. So what does that mean, a, a smart Well, you tell town. me. Uh, you tell me. Where are we headed? I mean, right off the bat, it's, we're told autonomous vehicles, meaning you won't drive them. Mm-hmm. I, I, the technology <clears throat> squared... I would imagine in every daily decision. Any any 
Any form of civilization needs to survive on water. And it doesn't seem to be any... Well, they'll get the water. Hmm. According to Belmont Partners, 3,800 acres will go to office, commercial, and retail space. Then 470 acres will be used for public schools. Plus, there's room for 80,000 residential units. Comparable in square miles and projected population to Tempe, Arizona, Belmont will transform a raw, blank slate into a purpose-built edge city built around a flexible infrastructure model. I have no idea what that means. Hmm. I have no idea where we're headed. Finally, Arizona is getting recognized for being a place where innovation added shot. So far, there's no word on when construction will start. This is uh, somewhat akin to, uh, can you remember the other famous fellow who bought land and built a city? Domino's. Uh, t- Tom Monahan. Yes, uh, was it Tigers? What? Tigers. What did he own? Didn't he own? Uh... Oh, Domino's. Domino's, okay. And he bought a land in Florida to create a, was a religious, a Catholic a city of faith, basically. Right. Isn't it called Ave Maria? I think so. I believe it is. Yes. You were confusing because the Detroit guy owned Little Caesars. Well, Monaghan was Detroit yeah. as well. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he took his wealth and he bought land in Florida, uh, I guess, to build a Catholic community. I don't know how it's going. I don't even know where it I is. I think I know a guy that lives, uh, the town the candle guy may live in Ave Maria. Really? You from Naples? I'm going to find out. Well, how, how how did he do this without encroaching on the Everglades, I wonder? I'm not certain. Because he's, 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 uh, he's west of Fort Myers and Naples. I don't, I, I'm sorry, east of Fort Myers and Naples. So, uh, But in any event, we have uh, killer robots and autonomous cars. And, uh, and Rookie did not get his hair cut. No, and I'm not, I'm not uh, intimating that Bill Gates intends anything nefarious. He's a forward thinker, and he wants a, a cutting-edge techno- technological city. Uh, uh, it just leaves me, as a relative dummy, saying to myself, I wonder where we're headed. It is just... Uh... Yes. It's technically, uh, it's near Immokalee and Naples, so it's just outside of Naples. Yeah, all right. Uh, why don't we bring in John Height with all the news that's fit to broadcast. Okay. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 44 degrees. Timberwolves winners last night to beat the Utah Jazz 109-98. Next up, they'll host the Spurs tomorrow night at the Target Center. While they're at home tonight, playing the Philadelphia Flyers at the Excel Energy Center. Uh, the Gophers came away with a win last night at Richard Patina's Alma Mater. boy. Thank you. Providence, Minnesota winning 86-74. Next up for the Gophers, they'll play Niagara tomorrow night at Williams Arena. That was a very impressive victory for the basketball team. Providence is a uh, most likely an NCAA tournament team. Does that mean so are the Gophers? Oh, they should be. If the Gophers don't make the tournament, that will be a big disappointment. Hmm. They're already 15th in the country. Hmm. And those three UCLA basketball players detained in China on suspicion of shoplifting are on a plane back to Los Angeles. Back 12 Commissioner Larry Scott said the matter has been resolved to the satisfaction of the Chinese authorities. Freshman Leangelo Ball, Jalen Hill, and Cody Riley were detained for questioning following allegations of shoplifting last week before the 23rd-ranked Bruins beat Georgia Tech. The rest of the UCLA team returned to Los Angeles Saturday without the three. News notes from today, by a margin of 93 to 7%, members of the ATU Local uh, 1005, the union representing Metro Transit workers, voted yesterday to reject a contract offer of authorized to strike during festivities leading up to the Super Bowl on February 4th at U.S. Bank Stadium. 
A statement from the union said there was still time to avoid that scenario. It said the negotiating committee of Local 1005 remains committed to sitting down with Metro Transit to hammer out an agreement to settle the contract and hope to schedule dates soon. The last time Metro Transit workers went on strike, 2004, that strike lasted six weeks. Menominee, Wisconsin police report the department responded to Menominee High School this morning after a threatening note was found in a girl's bathroom. A tweet from the department said the school was placed on lockdown. Visitors were asked not to come to school while the lockdown was in progress. More information expected to be released this afternoon. A shooting involving multiple scenes, including a school in Northern California, has left at least three people dead. The Tahama County Sheriff's Office says the shooting happened at an elementary school in Rancho Tahama around 8 this morning. Rancho Tahama is about 130 miles north of the state capital of Sacramento. A Corning Unified School District employee confirmed there were injuries at the school. A six-year-old and another child among the injured. The uh, Reading Record Searchlight reports a 30-year-old man has been taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound to the thigh. Police say they're investigating at least five different crime scenes. At least 100 law enforcement officers have responded to the crime scenes. The children inside the school have been moved to a safe location. Assistant Sheriff Phil Johnston said multiple students have been airlifted from the scene. Johnston told local media multiple shots were fired. At least three people are dead, but he did not elaborate if students were among the dead. Law enforcement says the shooter was shot and killed by police. Not immediately clear if he's included among that account of three dead. Crowing County Sheriff's Department reports a three-month investigation into the sale of methamphetamine has yielded five arrests. That release states the individuals were arrested after the Lakes Area Drug Investigative Division executed a search warrant on County Road 4 in Breezy Point. Arrested 25-year-old Brooke Alexander, 26-year-old Joshua Makinick, 36-year-old Michael Olson, 25-year-old Bernardo Rodriguez, and 50-year-old John Mertens. The release said two firearms also discovered in that search. President Donald Trump's repeated public comments attacking the Justice Department have not influenced the department or ongoing investigations. That, according to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, he uh, this afternoon and this morning having a contentious House Judiciary Committee hearing. Sessions also testified he now does remember a meeting with Trump campaign aide George Papadopoulos. whose work is now the focus of Robert Mueller's special counsel investigation into Russian election meddling, but he not, uh, denied having a clear memory of the full conversation Sessions previously had said he had no recollection of the meeting that he chaired that included Papadopoulos until a picture of it surfaced after the staffer's guilty plea for false statements. But Sessions insisted he did not make any false statements in his previous congressional testimony or public statements. Huh? Got it. Which part? I don't know. (laughs) You paying attention? A little bit. Okay. Uh, This is good news for us older folks. According to the National Sleep Foundation, older adults from the age of 65 and up should get seven to eight hours of sleep. Now, if you're regularly getting nine or more hours, that could be a problem. What? Early Too indi- much? Early indication of dementia. Really? Mm-hmm. Study published in February 20... 20- I never get nine. Yeah, I never get seven. A study published in February 2017 in the online journal Neurology found that sleeping more than nine hours a day could represent early brain degeneration and an increased risk of dementia in older adults. That study, conducted by researchers led by Dr. Suda Shashadri, professor of neurology at the Boston University School of Medicine, data collected on 2,457 people living in Massachusetts, average age of 72 years old. Those adults were regularly monitored and surveyed over the course of 10 years. The study found that those who slept more than nine hours doubled their risk of developing dementia within 10 years. 
versus those who slept nine hours or less. Education also noted as a contributing factor with participants who lacked a high school diploma and regularly slept more than nine hours a day being six times more likely to develop dementia. Hmm. Police cordoned off a Florida neighborhood and searched intensely for a possible serial killer today after a fourth person now has been shot dead. Tampa police said residents of the city's Seminole Heights neighborhood reported hearing shots just before 5 this morning. When officers got there, they found the body of 60-year-old Ronald Felton in the street. Felton had been walking across the street when the gunman came up behind him and fired. Tell evidence says otherwise, Tampa police are relating the shooting death to three other October killings. However, spokesperson Steve Hegarty said detectives can't immediately say whether Felton shooting is related to that 10-day spree where three people were slain last month. The previous three victims were alone and had gotten off a bus when they were gunned down at night for no apparent reason. None was robbed. Mattel has unveiled the newest Barbie doll in its Shiro's collection. Get it? Shiro's? Yeah, I get it. Oh, I see. The new one modeled after Olympic fencer Ibtaja Mohammed. The doll wears a fencing outfit and a hijab. That's a first for Barbie. Mohammed and model Ashley Graham revealed the doll at Glamour's Woman of the Year Live Summit in New York City yesterday. Mohammed's the first American athlete to wear a hijab while competing in the Olympics. She had a major role in designing the doll. She said, I think that having strong legs helped me win a medal at the Olympic Games, so I wanted my doll's legs to be larger. More athletic legs, toned legs. Mattel Shiro's lines aim to recognize female heroes who inspire girls by breaking boundaries. Last year, Mattel modeled the doll after Ashley Graham to celebrate her pushing boundaries within the fashion industry and promoting the message. Is she, um, the, is she a big gal? Yeah, she's a model. She's oh, yeah. a plus-size model. Right. Very pretty. So mm-hmm. we just we do custom Barbies now. Apparently. It's Ghetto Booty Barbie, available now. <laughs> I'm going to order one for you. A, a, a rookie, booty, a rookie booty Barbie. Barbie? Yeah. Rookie Barbie. With a fresh haircut. Barbie got back. We have humans that are trying to be Barbie dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's never a good one. I don't one. know where that's we're headed. Troubling. I don't right. know where we're headed. That's really troubling. A Cygnus cargo ship loaded with 4,700 uh, 4, pounds of equipment and supplies, including ice cream and flatbread pizza fixing, arrived at the International Space Station early today after a flawless two-day rendezvous. Italian astronaut Paolo Nespoli, operating the station's robot arm, captured the space freighter by locking onto a grapple fixture at 5 this morning as the two spacecraft were sailing 250 miles above the Indian Ocean southwest of Australia. That stuff amazes me. Ever watch those? Yes. Where they link? Mm -hmm. How do they do that? I don't don't know how they do do that because they're going fast. I mean, and there's nothing to stop them. Mm -hmm. You'd think it would be a crash. What do you mean nothing to stop them? It's all timed out. It's a matter of physics. Oh, okay here, rocket <laughs> science man. Yeah, okay. Rocket you figured science it out. You let man. me know when you figure it out there. Rocket man. It's like your the... disclosure statement. It's yeah. a little more difficult than a disclosure statement. Yeah. Definitely gotta fill what it do I out. do with this? <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, planned on Billy, wa- we waited and waited yeah. and waited. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> if you planned on watching something on Netflix over the weekend, but got an email saying your account was disabled, you might be the target of a scam. Uh-oh. Scam or phishing emails that look like they're coming straight from Netflix or asking customers to update their payment information. Uh, of course, if you're a recipient of one of those emails, don't open it. Netflix says it will never ask any user to send personal or payment information via Unless you're email. 75 or older, give them all the information <laughs> right. they can possibly. We'll take care of it from here. <laughs> yes. Dave Dahl coming take up. It from here. 
you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 44 degrees, so it's mild out there, but it's just uh, kind of a soupy mess. Our average high for this time of the year is 43. We're making over that number at 44. Uh, should get up maybe another couple of degrees up to about 46 for the high. Then 36 for the low tonight, so staying above the thawing point. Cloudy skies, areas of fog and drizzle throughout most of the night. Should clear out by early morning. And then just partly cloudy, breezy, and colder tomorrow. 38 for the high, so we're not going to warm up much tomorrow. Northwest winds at 10 to 20 will make it seem like it's even cooler. Then tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies, cold down to 24. Thursday, mostly cloudy, drizzle, 38 for the high. Friday, cloudy skies, some rain, possibly mixing with a little snow by Friday night, 43 for the high on Friday. Saturday, flurries and turning colder, 28 for the high temperature on Saturday. It's going to feel like it's in the teens most of the day. And then partly cloudy, still cold on Sunday with 30 for the high. We jump back to 40 on Monday of next week. Going for a high today, Joe, of about 46. Right now we're at 44. Thank you. I just wasn't made for these times. Or, or to take it up a notch, I don't know where we're headed. Clearwater Beach, Florida. A Clearwater Beach resident is fighting to keep his emotional support squirrel. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That lives with him at Island Walk Condominium. Ryan Ryan Boylan and Brutus are inseparable. He rescued her last year after Hurricane Matthew. Ever since then, I mean, oh my God, I can't imagine not being around her, said Boylan. But he could lose her. All right, what, uh, who's, who's, the, uh, who's the devil here? Property management discovered Brutus back in April when she was chased up a tree by a dog. According to a complaint filed by the Condo Association to Boylan and the condo owner, exotic animals are not allowed. He never told the board about the squirrel. Ah. He was sent a notice last month to give up the squirrel or be evicted. I was very sad that he had to basically push every single limitation that he could to try and get me out because of Brutus, said Boylan. In the complaint, attorney state Boylan never submitted paperwork that Brutus was an emotional support animal until this past summer. A squirrel is your support animal? His doctor's written note, his doctor's note was written in July. Attorneys who state Boylan is residing in the unit as a tenant without having applied for and or obtained approval from the association. Boylan contacted the Office of Human Rights claiming discrimination, and they sent a letter to the association on his behalf stating the Fair Housing Act protecting emotional support animals. News Channel 8 spoke to former board member Sherry Arfa. I don't know if he's discriminated against. I'm sure it's like any emotional support dog. People ask questions, she said. Condo officials say it's a liability if something happens. It's just like when my it's just like with any animal, you can't have the nicest dog and they could bite somebody. It's no guarantee, said Arfa. She feels the squirrel should be free. As I said, if it was a gerbil or something that your grandkid had hiding under the bed, I'm sure that would be fine. But a squirrel is a wild animal, she said. Well, someone argued that a gerbil is, too. It's just a little more docile. 
A note from Boylan's doctor states he is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder after a car accident. Hmm. Boylan registered Brutus under the website registermyserviceanimal.com. Okay. His case is pending. A squirrel, though. A squirrel he rescued. Wouldn't wouldn't it be more accurate to say that he's the squirrel's emotional support human? Hmm. Yeah, that it's the other way around. But I, I don't think they allow that though. Brutus is not really a good squirrel name. No. Like flaky or snowball. Yeah, or well well Brutus is not a good emotional support name. Right. It's too it's too uh rough. It's too rough. Right. Snowball or flaky or something mm -hmm. like that would, Fluffy. would work. Yeah. You know, there's a picture of the guy here. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. Does he look lonely? <laughs> well, I, I don't know Does how in the world. The glass watching. I, I, I just don't know where we're headed, uh, that you can claim that a squirrel is an emotional support animal. Oh, come on. I guess the doctor signed on. Hey. Oh, there's other squirrels, huh? I think the other ones are jealous. Plus, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't get the three hots in a cot. Property management discovered Brutus back in April when she mm. was chased up a tree by a dog. How would they have distinguished that squirrel from any other squirrel? That would have been an uneventful um, situation. That happens every day. Right. Squirrels get chased around by dogs. Not recognizable. Maybe he was out there lamenting uh, Brutus's fate at that point. And this was post hurricane. Mm -hmm. So maybe they were looking for oddities, but a dog chasing a squirrel up a tree is not an oddity. Yeah, you would think that that, that would have gone unnoticed. Natural. Yeah. Go get a squirrel. You tell a dog, squirrel, go get him. Yeah. You know, boom. Yeah. your life's pretty good if this is your big problem, your therapy squirrel. I guess. Uh, <laughs> therapy squirrel. An emotional support squirrel. I, I don't know where we're headed. Well, the word squirrel, just like monkey, is um, is funny. It's fun. It, it's uh, when you say squirrel, I see you know frolicking. Yeah, they're squirrely. Yeah, like a monkey. Monkey's a funny word. I I, I really don't know where we're headed, and uh, you're uh, you're bothered by this one. So well, what, wait, wait now. What did the um, the property manager say? Well, you, we, you, you no can't? no exotic animals are, are allowed in the condo association. Okay, you know, they was, got their rules. You know, if it was a gerbil, I'd be okay. Apparently, they're okay with a gerbil. Okay, so why doesn't he just get a gerbil? What's the difference? Well, Wouldn't that be close that. enough? Yeah, but he's got to get rid of that. Well, just let the squirrel go. What if, what if he true. puts it in a hamster cage and calls it a gerbil? Could just a really. I mean, big you got to you know he's got neighbors who identify themselves as Filipinos. Yeah, so. Why not identify the squirrel as a gerbil? Or better yet, uh, identify the squirrel as a dog or a cat, I assuming those are allowed. If that's what that squirrel that's where feels we're headed. like that That's day. where we're headed. Yeah. You know, squirrels have identities, I think. Don't they? I, I don't really know. <clears throat> is it okay, if you're a pronoun person, mm -hmm. is it okay to call... Uh, a male squirrel, uh, you know, he. Well, that's coming up today, too. A fellow's in trouble for, for some pronouns. Misuse of potential yeah. pronouns. That's right. That's right. That's, uh, you know what? See, I don't know where we're headed. That's that would, That'd be the theme of today's show. I don't know where we're headed. I guess I just wasn't made for these times.
And how is it that you can tell that you're made better by the presence of the squirrel? Uh, that that part I really don't get. See, if I was really having trauma because of a car accident, I'm of the suspicion that a squirrel wouldn't do much for me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I would have missed the interaction with the dog and the squirrel. I would have overlooked yeah, that. That would have that that not that wouldn't would... have burned into a, a picture in my mind. No, that happens all the time, right. doesn't it? Yeah. All right. doctor who uh, writes a prescription for an emotional pet squirrel should be disbarred or defrocked or whatever you do to a doctor? Uh, I think that letter should not be written for a squirrel. squirrel. Reavers, I have something for you for the beer show. He's uh, getting ready to record. I see. Uh, But you have an item? What is the item? I'd like to hear it. I listen to the beer show all the time. McSorley's Old Ale House is one of New York City's oldest bars. It was established in 1854. Only two kinds of beer. They only admitted women in 1970. Hmm. It's still at, at its same location where it opened in 1854. And uh, plenty of famous people have walked through its doors, including Teddy Roosevelt, Woody Guthrie, John Lennon, Babe Ruth, Hunter Thompson, Harry Houdini. President Abraham Lincoln is rumored to have paid McSorley's a visit. And E.E. E. Cummings even wrote a poem about the bar. And uh, frequent emailer Terry alerted me to this. It's just fantastic. It's crammed. It's just crammed to the floor to ceiling with mm. memorabilia and photographs and newspaper articles. Uh, to, uh, a good place to go next you time should, you're in New York. Yeah, you should keep that in mind. I'm 1500 do that. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 44 in As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all in one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com podcasts.